Today we're going to be talking about the death sentence, in case you didn't guess from the title of the podcast episode. I live in Britain, meaning that we don't have a death sentence, otherwise known as capital punishment. We used to, but currently we don't, and there is no legislation in play for its ever return. The death sentence is a term used to describe the execution of criminals by a judicial body depending on the crime committed. For many countries, this means a mass murderer or other heinous criminal may be executed by various methods for their crimes. This is one of the greatest affronts in modern-day society. The death sentence has been something used for millennia by all civilizations, be it direct, i.e. a beheading, or indirect, you know, cast into the wilderness with no resources or tools done in some societies. It has existed far longer than any of us have. It could be argued that it is effective in preventing crime as a deterrence. After all, what is a greater deterrence than death itself? Some may also point to countries like Saudi Arabia, which have an incredibly low crime rate, often attributed to the harsh usage of the death sentence, you know. Just their punishment system as a whole is very, very uh, severe. You can get your hands chopped off for stealing, for example. I'd like to remind those people that homosexuality, atheism, adultery and witchcraft is also punishable by death in Saudi Arabia. There is nothing moral about sacrificing rights and lives in the name of security, which clearly isn't effective as Saudi Arabia is the world's biggest fund of militias and terrorism, but that's not a discussion for this episode. Capital punishment is often viewed as what the name implies, a punishment. This gives it the illusion of being righteous and something that can solve issues magically through fear alone. Fear. Using fear as a deterrence. That sounds a bit authoritarian, you know. Soviet, even. America went like that. Though they have capital punishment themselves. Capital punishment should instead be viewed as a perverted tool used by the state to legally eliminate members of society that they view as unfit or unable to contribute to the abstract machinery of a nation. Capital punishment is not really a punishment, but rather a means through which governments can enforce their manifesto and rights. Many would argue that the bureaucratic loopholes prevent the unjust usage of death sentences, but if that were true, the University of Michigan would not have concluded that 4% of death row inmates in the USA were wrongfully convicted. 4% sounds like a tiny number, but that's 4 lives for every 100 people put to death, and America puts a lot more than 100 people to death. Each one of those lives is connected to a largely innocent family and friends who don't deserve the trauma of a family member passing away, or being murdered even. Death row is often only pardonable by the President or Supreme Court, which is a hurdle of bureaucracy that is often too slow to prevent the death of innocent people. For those curious, the study was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, a great journal, I do recommend it. A lot of the wrongful convictions globally come from the fact that court proceedings are expensive and complicated, you know. It's so much easier to just make a heavy-handed decision than it is to take a pragmatic and calculated approach towards what punishment suits the criminal. It's much easier to just be like, oh, you know what, this person did something bad, let's give them a heavy-handed argument and punishment because, you know, bugger this. Furthermore, it's even easier to shoot the criminal on the site, as we have seen in the USA time and time again. The existence of the death sentence is an affront to free society and democracy. It is giving the state the ability to kill civilians with no legal repercussions and very little oversight. Many of the methods used to execute, such as lethal injection or gas chamber, Abandon warfare for very, very good reasons, you know, it's inhumane. Perfectly fine in a nation's own civilians, however.
When a state is given the power to kill, it is inevitable that the ruling party will use it as a weapon to suppress dissidents with an iron fist. This is authoritarian. It is Orwellian and objectively wrong. No amount of security is worth sacrificing the right to a free life. No. It's clear that time and time again, nations will use a death sentence to silence people that dare challenge a question government, such as in Saudi Arabia or Iran, or as a weapon to intimidate and complicate politicians in seemingly civil countries such as in the USA. Donald Trump is the first president, 130 years to carry out an execution, let alone several, in the period after an election. It's called the lame duck period, and generally speaking, the leader at the time isn't meant to do much, they're just kind of meant to prepare for the transition of power. But when celebrities have to intervene in the actions of a global leader, it is painfully clear that they do not deserve the responsibility and power inherited by capital punishment. Kim Kardashian West, of all people, has become an activist in defending the rights of incarcerated people and recently attempted to stop the execution of Brandon Bernard. Sadly, she amongst Bernard's legal team were not successful. Bernard was murdered by the state on the 10th of December at 9.27pm Indiana local time. Brandon was involved in the murder of two people in 1999. The case faced controversies as it was believed Brandon was forced to carry out the actions of burning the bodies of the two people who were potentially alive at the time, by an older figure convicted and executed in September of this year. In the legal system, this, if proven true, reduces the sentence from a death to life. Additionally, questions about the jury were brought into light after allegations of racism and regret they were all white jurors. Some of the jurors even said they wished they had voted for a life sentence rather than capital punishment. The rushed nature of the execution left Brandon's legal team very little time, Brandon left behind a family, amongst which is his 16-year-old daughter, innocent yet traumatised for life by the death of her father. The part that brings me the most pain is that this is simply one case out of hundreds. There have been so many cases where an innocent person or a person with an unfinished or contested court case has just been killed in a rush or hurry because that just makes it complicated. People aren't willing to face the struggle that is making sure justice is carried out in a just way. People love to convince themselves that the death sentence is an easy answer to crime and criminality, when in reality it does absolutely nothing to tackle the issues that cause crime and dissidents to spread in the first place. Poor social mobility, universally underfunded mental health services, not just in the USA, deeply flawed and biased judicial systems, lack of opportunities for the youth. How many of those executed for crimes simply had undiagnosed mental health issues that we have the knowledge and resources to treat? I'd probably say, you know, almost all of them. Humans don't naturally want to kill other humans. Even soldiers don't want to kill other humans. Yet strong states have no problem with carrying out a lethal injection or volley from a firing squad. You know, you could say that the state isn't led by humans, but a collective that has so far disconnected itself from society that controls, it is something entirely inhumane and perverse. We need to kind of think about the death sentence as a whole and ask ourselves... Does the ends justify the means for something so, so severe? People like to pretend that they don't want the government involved in things, but at the same time, they support the death sentence. But if you don't support government having much control over its citizens, how the bloody hell are you going to support the government having the ability to just indiscriminately kill civilians after a rushed court case? And there's all sorts of other moral issues encompassing it too, you know. In Japan, the death sentence 
isn't something that's determined you know it doesn't have a date you could just be murdered by the state randomly once you've been sentenced it could be the day after your sentencing it could be 40 years later you will never know until the day before that is a form of psychological torture i don't like criminals no one likes criminals it's pretty obvious but people pretend to be righteous when they say oh these people committed a crime therefore they deserve what they get to them no that's not how it works if you make exceptions to human rights and just simple laws and protection of the sovereign citizen you are breaking those human rights there are no exceptions that you can allow for these sort of things everyone needs the same rights that is the principle of what a right is everyone has them even the criminals in countries that are unstable the death sentence is used as a weapon against dissidents with legal impunity in countries that are stable it's used as a method of authoritarian reign in order to justify the continued ignorance towards the social classes and their issues there is no place for the death sentence in the 21st century world many nations have abolished this in the early 1900s to the latter half of the 1900s if you abolished it that long ago why do some nations still have it because it's the easiest way to exercise their power over their citizens as a citizen you have a right to live and you need to know your rights and fight for your rights this sort of thing happens time and time again brandon bernard's recent death is not the first it is one of hundreds let alone one that is so heavily contested obviously people will point towards serial killers and be like this person is objectively a terrible person and has no place in society but why not just leave them in prison for life then what is the point in killing someone they say that it reduces costs because you're executing someone but the execution itself is incredibly expensive there is so much paperwork that goes into getting an execution done there is so much bureaucracy so much staffing for it and at the same time the people who are getting executed aren't executed directly after the court hearing they're executed 20 30 40 years later do we not pay for those 20 years of jailing people this is what your taxes are going towards this is quite a bit of a rant but it's also not just a rant it's more of a message i guess because there is no way we're ever going to advance in a societal way sociologically we will not progress if we allow this to continue there's nothing civil about capital punishment the state doesn't deserve that power no one deserves that power we'll leave it there i think for this one as always thank you for listening and may those killed with injustice rest in peace